Welcome to another episode of Follow the Brand. I am your host, Grant McGaw, CEO of Five Star BDM, a five-star personal branding and business development company. I want to take you on a journey that takes another deep dive into the world of personal branding and business development using compelling personal stories, business conversations, and tips to improve your personal brand. By listening to the Follow the Brand podcast series, you will be able to differentiate yourself from the competition and allow you to build trust with prospective clients and employers. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Make it one that will set you apart, build trust, and reflect who you are. Developing your five-star personal brand is a great way to demonstrate your skills and knowledge. If you have any questions for me or my guests, please email me at grant.mcgaugh, spelled M-C-G-A-U-G-H, at 5star BDM, B for brand, D for development, M for masters.com. Now let's begin with our next five-star episode on Follow the Brand. If you have the right habits and rituals, you will have greater access to money, which is a powerful resource. Walter Bond says he decided to become the best in the world at what he does so that money would not be an issue. Are you willing to become, to put in the commitment, to get to work and become an elite at what you do? Bond is driven by becoming elite at being the best motivational speaker in the world. He says that a very disciplined person with good habits and rituals will make you a millionaire. Successful people are intentional about their habits. If you want to become something special, you must create solid rituals. Rituals connected to the desired outcome will make you a professional. Discover your gift, develop your gift, then position your gift, says Walter Bond. Stop focusing on what is wrong with you and start focusing on what's right with you and make it stronger. You must be willing to put in the time and effort to become elite. Each time you engage your customers or clients, you have got to get the A to improve your service, product, or brand. Mastering the fundamentals with the excellence of becoming elite is what drives Walter Bond. When Walter steps onto the stage, you can't miss him. It could be because he's 6'5 and stands out in the crowd, but it could also be because on the stage is where he feels at home. As a nationally recognized public speaker, he commands the stage. He makes the entire audience, whether it's a small boardroom or a large conference venue, feel seen. People walk out of Walter's talks changed, motivated, and inspired. His principles are simple but powerful. His delivery is smooth, and he combines humor, tough love, and experience in a way that changes people. Walter's third and most recently released book, Swim, has picked up speed since its debut in July and has become a staple for business people and students across the country. His easy-to-read professional development book combines lovable characters, relatable life lessons, and hard truths that help readers understand the power of leadership, mentoring, and next-level success. Walter travels the country speaking, 
coaching, teaching, and inspiring companies across a wide range of industries from financial services to agriculture and franchising to real estate and many more in between. At any given time, you can find Walter leading a mastermind class, offering one-on-one professional development, hosting book talks, and coaching hungry business leaders and entrepreneurs towards success. While many know Walter Bond as a former NBA player, more and more people know Walter as a passionate and motivated speaker, author, and business coach with one goal, to help people see their full potential. Walter graduated from the University of Minnesota and has been married to his wife and business partner, Antoinette, for nearly 30 years. They have three adult children. Let's welcome Walter Bond to the Follow the Brand podcast, where we are building a five-star brand that you can follow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Follow the Brand podcast. This is your host, Grant McGaw. And I say this all the time. I'm going to say it again. I always have a special guest, but I don't always have someone from the Bond family, someone who comes all the way from Chicago, Illinois, someone who comes from MBA heritage, someone who's in the Hall of Fame of speaking to come onto my podcast to talk to us about financial empowerment. So without further ado, I wanted to bring to you, to the stage, Mr. Walter Bond. And we're going to have a candid conversation about financial empowerment and his story and his trajectory to, to, to a place of, of prosperity. So Walter, take it away. Great. Thank you, man. I'm excited. And, um, you know, I think about this famous rap song from Eric B and Rakim when they say nothing, nothing move but the money. Right. And so, you know, we live in a great country. You know, it's not a perfect country, but we live in a great country. And if you're waiting for this country to be perfect, you're going to miss the opportunity. Um, But the real the real opportunity really in this country of freedom is financial prosperity. And a lot of people, well, you know, it's racist. Like, well, you know, it ain't perfect. We already we already know that. But what are you focusing on? Because what you dwell on, you're gonna dwell in. And I choose not to dwell on racism. I just this is my decision. My parents from the south. My daddy from down south, deep south. My mom's from from the south as well. So it is what it is. But we're still in America. We still have an opportunity. But nothing's gonna happen until we get our money right. And I, 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 I understand that money is the thing, right? And let, let, let me be clear, though. I've never been driven by money, you know, but I do know that money is a powerful resource that can make things happen. And so this is what I've decided to do, Grant. I've decided to become the best in the world at what I do. That's my focus. Oh, yeah. Because I understand if I become the best in the world of what I do, money will follow. So I'm going to talk real talk right now because a lot of people got this thing twisted. A lot lot of people got this thing backwards, right? When you become the best in the world of what you do, money will not be an issue. You know, I first touched the basketball and I became the best in the world of what I did, which, which allowed me to play in the NBA, which created resources. For 15 years, I was playing ball without making a dime. For 15 years, I was mastering the fundamentals of basketball. For 15 years, I was working on my dribbling, my shooting, my ball handling, getting in great shape, you know, working on my vertical leap, everything that you needed to become an NBA ball player. It took me 15 years to become. And then I got the money, right? So a lot of people want the money, but they're not willing to do what they need to do to become. 
Right. And so I was able to enjoy an eight year professional basketball career, traveled the world, made incredible money. But it was a 15 year commitment to become an NBA ball player. Come on. So 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 let's talk right here. Are, are we willing to become? Yeah. You know, okay, you, you want to be a, 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 a technology person. Are you willing to become an expert in technology? Are you going to take the time to learn how to code? OK, you want to be a big time lawyer. Are you, are you going to go to law school? And then you're gonna you're gonna be mentored. You coachable. You know the whole thing. Before we could talk about money, you first gotta make a decision. You know we say in Chicago, "What's your hustle, Brent? <laughs> What's your hustle? Like what? Basketball was my first hustle, and I became the best in the world at that, right? And then motivational speaking became my second hustle. And now I'm a Hall of Fame motivational speaker, which is extremely lucrative, right? So I make more money now than when I play in the NBA, but I've been able to become the best in the world in two totally different industries. And so I'm going to challenge everybody listening. Don't even worry about the money because the money's going to come. Every industry is lucrative, Grant. Every single industry is lucrative if you become the best in the world at what you do. So Black people, I don't know who you're primary audience is on this podcast, but I'm guessing it's going to be a heavy population of African-Americans. With that being said, I could change your life right now. We could almost shut this whole podcast down and go get to work becoming elite in whatever you choose. Go go to work and becoming the best in the world at what you do. And trust me, the money will follow. And then we're going to talk about how to manage your money because money is a resource, right? If a young person in their 20s can take $25 a week and put it into a marginal investment, in 44 years, they will be a millionaire. $25 a week. Think about that for a moment. So a lot of people think they got to have this watershed, big money. I can teach you how to be rich with little money. If you're disciplined. Little money, if you got a strategy, everybody listening today, especially if you're in your 20s, I just taught you how to be a millionaire because of compound interest, 25 bucks a week. Come on, man. That's like one less trip to Applebee's. Right? <laughs> That's like, man, instead of Starbucks every day with your Frappuccino mocha whip, right? Instead of Starbucks every day, make you some coffee at home, okay? Save that $5 a day. And go take that $25 you just saved this week and go and invest it. If you do that every week, you will be a millionaire in 44 years. If you want to do it quicker, put more than 25 bucks a week. So we can talk about money all day. Uh, the beauty of it, I know how to make it, but I'm not even driven by money. I'm driven by becoming elite and becoming the best in the world at what I do and then let everything else take care of itself. Well, I, I tell you, Walter. Your pedigree speaks for itself. Your track where I call it the body of work speaks for itself. Uh, you've done a lot of different things. You put content out there. Now, one thing I listened to a lot of your different uh, talks, and you talk about role models like a Les Brown, right? A Tony Robbins. You said, look, if these guys can do this, I know I can do this. But I want to talk to you because one thing you just mentioned, especially around, you know, saving $25 and investing this $25 about habits and rituals. You, you did a whole segment on habits and rituals. You said, hey, you know what? I'm a good basketball player. 
But in order to be in the NBA, 400, there's only 450 people are going to suit up, right? Every year. I've got to be in the whole planet, in the whole planet, right? And you're saying you got there by habits and, and, and rituals. Talk to us about that. Well, you know, habits and rituals will make you a pro. And the truth is, you know what, what an average person is? It's a combination of good habits and bad habits, and then you become average, right? So a very disciplined person with incredible habits, you can almost create whatever you want. You want a great body? you got to have some good habits. You want to be wealthy? you got to have some good habits. You want to be a drug addict? Go get you some bad habits. Go smoke that crack every day. Trust me, that habit will make you a crackhead. I grew up in Chicago. I would step over crackheads just to go to school, right? So your habits that you do every day, you know, Aristotle said we would become what we repeatedly do. So the question is, if you don't like your life, what are you repeatedly doing (laughs) that's created this life? And let's take a look at it and say, man, let me change some of these habits and get some good habits and then I'll get the good results. But let's talk about rituals. See, that's different. Habits are something you do, and that it's not necessarily connected to a particular outcome, right? You know, some people just do stuff. Like I have a habit, my dad would bite his tongue. You know, when he was about to smack you upside your head, he would bite his tongue. And when my dad bit his tongue, well, you started ducking. That was just his habit, right? So we all have a lot of habits. You know, some people have a habit. I just got to have some sweets before I go to bed. You know, some people, I'll have my coffee every morning. There's tons of habits that we have, but successful people are intentional about their habits. But let's talk about rituals for for a moment. You know, I had a buddy of mine that grew up in the Catholic church. He said, man, I, I could perform mass by myself. I've been to so many masses that I could literally take over for the priest and perform the mass, which means it was a ritual that they did every single day. Now, let's be clear here. Imagine if you had a desired outcome, okay? Losing 30 pounds, being a millionaire, whatever your outcome is, then you create rituals that will help you get to this desired outcome. So, for example, my vision was a play in the NBA, okay? So I created rituals. Every morning I woke up at 6, I sat 500 shots a day. Every single day after I got my shots up, I would go into the weight room and lift and get my body stronger. And then I would go home. I would eat and then then I would rest. Then I would go back to the gym in the evening and I would play pickup ball five on five. Okay, and then I would hop on a stationary bike and ride for an hour. Grant, I did that every single day. That was a ritual that I created to get me to my desired outcome, which was the NBA. Other guys was in the gym. Those are good habits to be in the gym every day, but they got beat by me because I ain't have rituals. <laughs> Those there rituals kept me growing. Those rituals got me bigger, stronger, and faster. Those rituals kept getting me to this next level. And these other boys looking at me like, man, well, I ain't never seen you jump like that. Man, you better check out my rituals. Well, I ain't never knew you could shoot like that. You better check out my rituals. Y'all just in the gym. Okay? Y'all just in the gym. But I'm becoming, oh, I am becoming an NBA ball player because I had confidence in my rituals. See, if you want to become something special, you better create some rituals. You better believe Jay-Z got some rituals. You better believe Beyonce got some rituals. You better believe Bill Gates got some rituals. If you want to be wealthy, trust me, in America, you better figure out your desired outcome and then create some rituals that you're going to do every single day that's going to help you get there. 
A lot of people keep their lives in this little habits. And it's a combination of good habits and bad habits. And then they become average. No, 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 baby. If you want to be special, if you want to be elite, why sabotage yourself with anything that's not going to help you get to where you need to be? You need to become ritualistic with your day and it's going to get you to your desired outcome. So it really boils down to how bad did you want it? So I didn't go to the gym hoping to be an NBA ball player. Watch this. I went to the gym and worked like an NBA ball player works. <laughs> right, right, right. Just, just And it built me different. So when I got my opportunity, I was ready. When I got my opportunity, it was legit. Why? Because every day I shot 500 shots a day. Don't leave me open. <laughs> I could <laughs> run all day. Why? Because my rituals got me in great shape. I could do whatever I needed to do on that basketball court because of my rituals. I had a desired outcome. And watch this. For 15 years, I performed these rituals until I became an NBA ball player. And the reward of those 15 years of rituals was the money. So a lot of people want these just quick ideas, quick get-rich schemes. Like, look, man, discover your gift, develop your gift, and then position your gift. I'm saying one more time, y'all. Some somebody missed that. Yeah. You better discover your gift, develop your gift through rituals, and then position your gift. I, I can run my mouth, and I used to broadcast for the Minnesota Timberwolves, and I didn't like it, Grant. So what I what did I do? I packed up my gift. I packed up my gift and I moved it. I took it out of the sports broadcasting arena. And I moved it over to the motivational speaking arena, which is a $6 billion industry. Say that again. $6 billion. $6 billion industry. So same gift was talking on the radio for the Timberwolves. Sideline reporter for the Timberwolves. Gift was operating made me little money. By simply repositioning my gift into a $6 billion industry, positioned me to become a multimillionaire. Discover your gift, develop your gift, and then position your gift. And I'm, I just gave a million dollar formula. He, he who have ears, let him hear. Oh, I, hey, I, and my ears are wide open. I am listening, not, not just. I am listening to you, Walter. Not my, my question comes now. I see what you did in basketball. The habits, the rituals, the belief. You got into the gym. How did you get into the gym for motivational speaking? Great question. Great question. My college basketball coach, man, uh, outside of my father, I did not I did not have a man impact my life more than my college basketball coach. I was very fortunate. I played for an African-American coach named Clem Haskins, and he not only helped me become an NBA ball player, he's the one that gave me the idea of becoming a motivational speaker. Right. And I tell you, I teach my leaders, man, stop focusing on what's wrong with your people. And start focusing on what's right with your people. You know, a lot of leaders go home frustrated because they have this negative mindset. You know, my receptionist just doesn't get it. My sales team just doesn't get it. My operations guy just doesn't get it. No, you don't get it. My college basketball coach focused on what was right with me and not what was wrong with me. Did I have weaknesses? Of course. Did I have shortcomings? Of course. We all do. Okay, unless you Jesus Jr., you ain't perfect. 
<laughs> so great leaders understand as a coach, your job is not to harp on what's wrong with somebody. Your job is to harp on what's right with somebody. So not only did my coach come has just help me become, that's the word, become. He helped me become an NBA ball player. He put the finishing touches on me. But he said, man, Walter, I know you want to play in the NBA, but you should be a motivational speaker. That's what he said to me, 21 years old. And I'm thinking, man, I'm trying to go to the league, man. What are you talking about? And 10 years later, when my career was over, I had no money coming in. I was like, I looked at my wife and I said, babe, how about motivational speaking? She said, I've heard you talk about it. I'm like, I know. Because part of my job with the Timberwolves, I would go around and speak because you can't get players to speak anymore because they make too much money. And I enjoyed that more than broadcasting. And man, 20 years later, back right there in Minneapolis where I played college basketball, it's a great business environment. There's 22 Fortune 500 companies. We're the only Division One basketball school. They all knew my name. The sports fans did. And we launched right there in the Twin Cities. And what I teach in my coaching program for speakers are fundamentals. The more you speak, the more you speak. The more you speak, the more you speak. Think about it, Grant. When I first started playing ball, I played for free. I was in my friends' backyards. I was at the park. I was anywhere where I could get some run for free. I remember going to gyms and having to pay a dollar or two to play because the janitor would let us sneak in and play. We just had to break them off a dollar or two, and we play all night. So when I started speaking, even as a former NBA ball player, I got my ego out the way, and I was basically, my first fee grant was what you got. I was very humble with my first fee. What you got? Well, what do you mean? I, I want to speak, because I understood it's a $6 billion industry, so I can't get caught up in the money right now. I need some run. I'm a ball player. I need some run. I need to get out here and talk. And so our first fee was what you got. And I'm telling you, man, we got busy right away. And I was able to really get a lot of experience speaking in middle schools, high schools, boys and girls clubs, chamber of commerces, drug rehab facilities, anyone that would have me, Grant, I would go. And so in the first three years of my speaking business, I went anywhere and everywhere. And I didn't even care about the budget. I didn't care about the fee because I knew the money's going to come. I played ball 15 years for free. So I knew the money was coming. And so a lot of my speakers, I'm like, look, man, I know you're a former executive, but don't get your ego in the way. <laughs> you know, I, I, I know you, you, you had a $30 million budget. Look, don't come to me with that, man. You a new speaker. Nobody knows you as a speaker. Don't get your ego in the way. I've seen a lot of executives trying to come into the speaking game and they have these big fees because of their ego. And then they don't get a lot of opportunities to speak. Like, dude, you're speaking once a month? Like, come on. That's not, that's not going to help you accelerate your business. You need to speak a lot. You need to speak often. I would hoop every single day for 15 years, right? And that's what it took. So early on, that was our strategy for the first three months to become an expert, to become elite. And within those three years, I doubled my NBA income. Why? Because I got good on that mic. That's <laughs> I got good. You think about somebody like, like Patti LaBelle. Yeah. I mean, these young ladies were singing in a church when they were 10. But it was a part of the development process. And all through those years, man, by the time they were 20, they were already a pro. So when we see them in concert now, it's like, they've had so many good habits and rituals and experience. 
They've sung so many times in front of big audiences, small audience, great audio, poor audio, uh, 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 white audiences, black, uh, east, west, coast, they, all over the world. But now when we see them in concert, Michael Jackson, think about Michael Jackson. He started performing when he was like, what, eight? I think it was five. <laughs> so by the time we saw him in concert as a grown man, of course his concert was great. So here, let's be clear. You know, the biggest mistake we make in the money game is the unwillingness to put in the time and the work to become elite, mm -hmm. which creates the resources in the first place. So if you can become elite through habits and rituals and just some good old hard work, you will get rewarded better. And then you have to be a good steward and discipline of your money. One thing I don't do, Grant, I don't spend money. <laughs> yeah, it's my wife. I, I do not spend money. I, I'm not a money spender. Now, I live in a fat crib, <clears throat> okay? I, I love nice houses, okay? I live on the golf course, two golf courses, right on the greens. We got walk. Man, people say, man, walk. you got the nicest lot in the neighborhood. And my neighborhood got six billionaires. I would spend my money on real estate. But honestly, that's about it. And I'll invest back in our business. My wife looks at me like, dude, you like spend no money. Like, go buy something. I'm like, I'm good. Like, it ain't even about that. Because I, I don't need no designer clothes on me. I want my brand on me. I want my label on me. I don't need to get Louie and Gucci. And, man, I don't need that to feel good about myself. Because I feel good about Walter Bond. I'm building my own brand, Grant. I don't need to promote Oh, hey, uh, you, you've done it from a, a big level. The first thing you're going to find is WalterBond.com. It's not hard to find. This episode is brought to you by Five Star BDM. Five Star BDM is a professional consulting and advisory group keenly focused on business development services for small to mid-sized businesses and entrepreneurs. Although every business is unique, they often share challenges that can be addressed through smart branding. Services include process improvement in operations, digital strategy and transformation, business intelligence, digital marketing, and personal branding. Our five-star business and personal branding company has helped a number of professionals and organizations to optimize and grow. The result is more business, more opportunities, better reach, positive outcomes. Please visit www.5starbdm.com to learn more and view all the episodes of Follow the Brand. And I'm, you know, personal brand business. You've been doing this for 20 years. You understood this principle a long time ago. It's starting to come into vogue now about personal brand. I mean, you have to sell yourself before you sell anything else. And I think that's a lot of times where confusion comes into. You know, for instance, I've been in uh, IT sales for 20, 25 years. And so I'm always you know, promoting someone else's brand someone else's product, someone else's services. And when do you make that shift in understanding that you're actually promoting you? People buy into you and what you're about. What's your story? Why is that unique? What are you enabling to happen? And one thing that intrigued me about you specifically, Walter, is your mindset. The mindset you have, and you call it the sharks. You know, you got to keep swimming. You got to keep swimming. You got to keep moving. That's how sharks live. 
you know, and then you can be that sucker fish who attaches himself to that shark, but he's learning, you know, you learn like right now I'm attaching myself to you and I'm learning. I am learning what it takes to be great, you know, behind the scenes, the, the preparation, they say, what, what is lucky? Lucky is when opportunity meets preparation. You are preparing yourself. You're preparing out others. You have a passion that automatically becomes magnetic in a lot of efforts of, of your life. And I really uh, appreciate that. So in talking about that, talk to my audience about that mindset, the, the mindset that you have to get yourself into in order to be successful. Let's talk about brand. And, and you, you brought up a great uh, point. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Uh, my parents were teachers, right? So report card day was a big day in my house. And anyone who's been to school knows that, man, you build this GPA up over time. And one F can wreck your GPA. And the amazing thing is that an F on your report card does way more damage than the A can do you good on your report card. So when I think about a brand, it's accumulation over time that builds equity in your brand. And so in order to build a strong brand, it's consistently delivering excellence to your clients and your customers. You know, that's a big part of branding. And another part of branding is marketing. I can't buy you if I don't know you. Right. And so sometimes building a strong brand can take 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. And one of my greatest examples is Target. I mean, they so bad. They just put the logo. Nike, they so bad. They just put the logo. But how long did it take for McDonald's to just put the golden arches? You're talking about decades of delivering excellent products, excellent services until they got worthy to just put the logo. And so when I think about branding, it might be. 10 years before your brand is strong. You know, it might be 20 years before your brand is strong. You know, a lot of times when we get exposed to brands for the first time, we're like, man, I never heard of them. But when you look back in their history, they've been in business 20 years. They've been in business 30 years. They've been building the brand. And then I had the revelation that you existed, but you've been here a while. And that's how brands grow. And they spread almost like cancer or they spread almost like disease. And they spread, you know, Malcolm Gladwell had a book. Um, I think it was called Blink. when it talked about epidemics and how the epidemic spread. We just come out of coronavirus. How did the coronavirus spread? Through personal touch personal contact. And that's how you're going to build your brand through personal touch, personal contact. And who's your favorite podcaster? Man, Grant, man. I love Grant's podcast. Well, who's Grant? I'm going to send you the link. I love, right? You know, word of mouth, guys, is so powerful. It is the best form of branding. But if you're the patient and understand that building equity in a brand takes time, if you don't look at it like a GPA, and unfortunately, my example is Bill Cosby. I mean, Bill Cosby was an iconic brand. And O.J. Simpson just popped into my head, right? These are two African-American men that had iconic brands. I mean, O.J. Simpson, are you kidding me? There was a time in his life that he was bigger than life itself. It was like O.J. Simpson, my God, he's on TV, he's doing commercial. He had it all in one night, one moment, his brand unraveled. Bill Cosby about to buy NBC. 
And all of a sudden, these revelations came out that he was doing some things with women, unsavory, with barbiturates. And so y'all know what I'm talking about, that brands take time. And you got to look at your brand just like your GPA. And every time you open up your store, every time you engage a client or a customer, you got to get the A. You can get the A. I've been speaking for 20 years. And as a ball player, man, I want to get off every night. I want to have no off nights. My shot ain't falling. LeBron James, for the most part, gets off every night. That's why fans are willing to go and pay and see him. Because nine times out of ten, LeBron going to do what LeBron does. Michael Jordan's going to do what Michael Jordan does. You rarely see these guys have an off night. They get the A 82 times a year. You know, I joke with people, man. My career high was 27 points. Great. I, I scored 27 points. My career high, I did it once. <laughs> it was one time. Michael Jordan averaged 27 points a night. Yeah. So my career night, watch this, was his average night. So not only did he have incredible habits and rituals, not only was he incredibly ritualistic, Michael Jordan was also incredibly talented. I took my talent as a basketball player as far as I could, which was an NBA journeyman. My talent as a motivational speaker is greater than it was as a basketball player. And I'm very thankful because I can run my mouth the rest of my life. So everyone listening to me today, you know what? When I talk about discovering your gift, when I talk about developing your gift, those habits and rituals, that's what makes you legit. So LeBron has great habits and rituals. Michael Jordan had great habits and rituals. Tom Brady, come on. You got to give it up, man. Still's 40. What, four? 44. MVP 45. candidate. And his habits and rituals are out in the open. I eat guacamole ice cream. I only eat vegetables that are grown in the shade. So he got this whole ritual of how he eats, how he works out. I played with John Stockton. Stockton went to a chiropractor four times a day. That's a ritual. He played until he was 40 years old. Carmelo lifted weights every single day. That's a ritual. So we can talk about money if we want to. But if you don't have the discipline to create rituals and have the focus of your desired outcome, I tell people, man, don't bring me three business cards. I meet people all the time. Well, you know, yeah, this is what I do. You got three different businesses. No, well, you're wasting my time. Michael Jordan tried baseball. He didn't have enough time to become elite. He didn't have enough time for his rituals to kick in to make him a baseball player worthy to wear the NFL uh, Major League Baseball jersey. So if you really look at successful people, it takes a while to become elite. So you have to have your desired outcome. You have to have good habits and rituals that's going to get you to your desired outcome. And then if you're patient, you will build such a brand that you don't even have to brag about yourself because other people will brag about you. And that's when you know you have a great brand. Even the Bible says, don't praise yourself out your own mouth. Let other people talk about how great your podcast is. Let other people talk about how great your restaurant is. Now, sometimes you got to talk a little smack to kickstart it. But once it's rolling, man, just deliver the A 
Anytime someone hears you, deliver the A. Anytime you engage a client, deliver an A. Every time you grab a microphone, deliver an A. Every time you work with a client on their personal brand, deliver the A every single time. And your brand is going to explode. A lot of people don't understand the formula for excellence. So what we teach Grant, to be clear, we teach fundamentals. The only way I played in the NBA was through mastery of the fundamentals of basketball. Now my wife and I have a different business, but we have mastered, and we're still mastering the fundamentals of the training and development industry, which happens to be a $6 billion industry. So we discovered a new gift. We're developing this gift. And now we position this gift. No different than the formula is the same from basketball to the business world. And so what we do, Grant, we go around the world and we really teach people the fundamentals that they need to execute so that they can win and win big. And it's really not that hard, to be honest, to become a millionaire. This may sound crazy, but it's not that hard. It's not that hard, but you have to know how. And here's my final thought. Yeah. Coaching. Okay, coaching, man, think about this. One thing I learned, it is impossible to reach your potential without coaching. I mean, who taught you how to read? A coach. Who taught you how to count? A coach. Who taught you how to potty in the toilet? A coach. Now we get grown, the most important phase of our lives, uh, and we want to do it all by ourselves on our own. Business coaching is the fastest growing segment in the training and development industry. So when I'm not on a platform running my mouth, we're coaching. Why? Because I never would have played in the NBA without a coach. My book, Swim, which is the bestseller, guys, it's about the smart mindset. You know, people say, man, your book is taking off. Your book, your book, your book. Man, we got mentored by Mark Victor Hansen from right. Chicken Soup for Your Soul. Mark Victor Hansen spent time with us and taught us some hacks some keys, some tips on how to create a great book. And the greatest idea he gave us, which was a game changer, was, man, when he heard about me talk about the shark mindset, he says, man, it's got to be a parable. Make sure you write this book as a parable. I said, okay. People say, well, I've never seen many business books as a parable. Well, who moved my cheese? Right. Right. And people say, why did you write a parable? Because Mark Victor Hansen told me to. What, what, what? Bruh, Mark Victor Hansen, chicken soup for your soul. See, a lot of times we get information, but we're unwilling to be coachable. You talk to that hard head dude. Even your mama said that, boy, your hard head can get you in trouble. A hard head make a soft behind. How many folks you know just hard headed? How many folks today gonna listen to me speak? And they're going to walk away and say, man, you know, I don't know if I agree with that. But you're over here living in some apartment. You know, I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. I played in the NBA. I made it there. I'm not telling you somebody else's story. I got there. And I didn't start in college, Grant. I came off the bench in college. And I was a speaker, dude. We started from the bottom. My first speech was what you got. Now I live in a neighborhood with six billionaires. Hey, come on. And so... Those experiences have qualified me and my wife, because she's a bad coach, too. We want to try to help people. But the saddest part about it, Grant, 
I can't overcome your hard head. Right. <laughs> can't, like, if you got your own way, that's even for my kids. Like, okay. Hey, you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make them drink. And, and if you're doing different and get results, more power too, you come teach me. But for the most can. part, if you can. for the most part, we, we figured this thing out in sports. We have figured this thing out in business and we've made a bunch of mistakes. So what we teach is so solid because we real and we're around companies. And here's my final thought. I do 180 to 100 events a year. All of my clients are telling me their problems. So we're able to get real life confirmation on what fundamentals organizations struggle with. So 20 years of hearing how companies and organizations struggle has given me the utmost confidence to speak with clarity and authority on what do you need to do. So when I teach people, I'm like, look, man, I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm just telling you from 20 years of experience in my own personal life, growing this business and seeing other companies grow. And now my wife and I, we're able to help companies grow. And they look back at us like, oh, my God, like, our culture is better. Like, oh, my God, we're, we're making more profits. One of our clients is a casino out of Oklahoma. Grant, they just had their highest customer service satisfaction scores ever. And they looked at my wife and I said, you know what? I mean, we work hard, but you guys played a big, huge role in us improving our customer satisfaction scores. And all we did, we go in once a month and we teach their managers the fundamentals of how to be a great leader and how to have great teamwork. And they're getting their result, right? And so we, we, we're talking about money. And so a lot of people might be confused. This is about money. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is how you get it. The money is a result, right? It's a it's result. It can't drive you. It, it can't, the money can't drive you. The excellence of becoming elite is what should drive you and let the money be your reward. Well said. Well said, Walter. And, and, and as we wrap up, I want you to be, I want the audience to be able to, to contact you. What, what's the best way to reach Walter Bond? WalterBond.com. I don't know if we can put that in the chat. Um, you oh, no, we'll, we'll have it. We'll have it in the uh, show notes. So WalterBond.com. This has been uh, phenomenal. You have dropped the mic here on the follow the brand. And I, I truly, truly appreciate you taking the time to, to reach out to us. This will be a great episode. I encourage everybody, everybody to tune in to all the episodes on follow the brand at www.5starbdm. That's B for brand. D for development and infomasters.com. Until next time, Walter, you take care of yourself. Thank you, Grant. Appreciate the opportunity.